before we start this episode, I want to ask you this. What is one thing new that you've learned this week? For me, it's celebrating the now, being grateful, and just loving. In life, it's important to keep on learning, to keep on moving, to keep on growing, to keep on sharing, to keep on searching, and to be the best in all that you do. And that's what Front Row is all about, helping you grow with some of the most phenomenal products. Front Row is in the business of changing lives. Contact an authorized Front Row distributor now. This podcast is also brought to you by Hygienics. With COVID-19 still being a threat to our everyday life, it is up to us to keep ourselves healthy and clean. Hygienics offers a wide array of products to help keep you germ-free throughout the day. Hashtag fight world germination with Hygienics. This podcast is also brought to you by AMA Online Education. OED allows you to enroll anytime. Start anytime, study anytime, flexi enrollment, flexi courses, flexi time. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Hi, I'm Boy Abunda. Welcome to my podcast. Who are you when no one is watching? Today is different, it's exciting, it's uncertain, but it's wonderful because I'm interviewing myself for the first time in my career. This is what others call self-talk or conversation with oneself. So I call this conversation with myself where I'm going to talk about my learnings. I'm going to ask questions about all kinds of things, starting with You have been a publicist and an artist manager for a long, long time. What are some of your learnings? Marami akong natutunan. Pero I can tell you a couple of things. One, it is my opinion that no one can make it in this business if one doesn't have the intangibles. Of course, you have to have talent. If you're a singer, you have to know how to sing. If you're a dancer, you have to know how to dance. If you're an actor... You have to know how to act. If you are a public servant or a politician, you have to have that genuine love for people and for public service. For you to be a star, you have to have the intangibles. Ano bang mga intangibles nito? Ito yung charisma. Ito yung dating. Ito yung it. Ito yung magic. You would hear people talk about other people in light of stardom, for example. Ang guwapo-guwapo ng batang yan, but he didn't make it. As opposed to, hindi naman siya masyadong guwapo, but there's something about him. There's something about him that will make you look at him twice, thrice. It's magic. It's something you don't know. It's something you can't define. Or, maganda ito. You would think that she can be the next beauty queen, pero siya ang naging beauty queen. Why? Because the other has the intangibles. My kind of appeal na hindi mo nakikita pero naroon is what I call magic. 
for you to be a star in this business, you have to have the intangibles. This is the reason why there are no formulas in the business. In the business of show or in the business of celebrities, one plus one equals 100. It's never one plus one equals two. There are no formulas. There are no hard and fast rules. Pag ginawa mo ito, magiging ganito ka. Pag uh, kinanta mo ito, you're going to make it. There are no rules. Most of the time you find yourself praying to God for help, for intervention. Lord, make this movie a hit. So some of the most prayerful people in the world are actually people who are involved in the business of show, whether you are a movie star or a politician. And remember, the one immutable law in the business, and this is one of my most important learnings, is no one, nothing lasts forever. I say that again. No one, nothing lasts forever. Everything is so temporary. But before I talk about it, isa pa sa mga natutunan ko ay ang pagkakapareho ng mga movie stars at ng mga politicians. Politicians are concerned about public good. Entertainers are concerned about entertainment. But both of them talk to a similar public. Pumapalakpak, humahanga. A public that is inspired, that is disappointed, and that public is temporary. Both publics, whether you are a public of a movie star or of a politician, that public is temporary. And knowing that that public is temporary, you seize that moment. Movie stars and politicians have killer instincts. They don't waste time. Kasi alam nila, na pag hindi nila pinagbutihan, ay iiwanan sila ng kanilang publiko. So, that is the commonality between movie stars and politicians. Both of them know how to project. Both of them know the art of seduction. They have to keep that audience putty in their palms because they are fleeting. They're ephemeral. They're temporary. Isa pang natutunan ko as a talent manager is that fame can be toxic, can be poisonous. It can make people monstrous. Nakaka-apekto ito. It can blur the vision of human beings. Fame is a difficult concept. It's not easy when, you know, you go to a restaurant, punong-punong restaurant, and somebody comes to you, the manager or the supervisor, and says, sir, we'll find you a place. Or you go to a place where the queue is long, and somebody says, sir, kami na ho ang mag-grocery para ho sa inyo. When that is gone, that becomes very difficult. Or when you put that into your head, yayabang at yayabang ka. So, some people say that fame can be toxic. But while it can spoil, it can also engender a certain kind of empowerment that can spur change, the good kind of change. Because as a public figure, people watch you. People idolize you. Pinapanood kayo ng tao. So when you do something good, you inspire others to do good.
Kanina sinabi ko that I'd like to be able to say this line. The one immutable law in the business is that no one and nothing lasts forever. I've been trying to write a book in the last, what, three years. It's a book called 13 Things I Know That You May Want to Know About Managing Public Figures in the Philippines. I hope to be able to finish the book. I will let you know if I do. I know it's going to take a little more time, but my resolve to finish it is stronger. Boy, what are some of the things that you know about yourself? I wanted to say, why do you want to know? Because I just want to make sure that you're able to verbalize who you are. Of course, I will not be able to capture everything that I am because you and I know how difficult it is to describe the heart and the spirit, to talk about things like love and pain. But yes, there are things about me that I can share with you. I'll tell you a secret. I'm starting on this podcast, and I work hard, very hard, to my research. I watch, I listen, I read. But that is not enough. I have an altar in my house, and very often, I write God letters. And one of those letters is about this podcast. And I said, a couple of weeks ago, Lord, tulungan niyo po ako. Give me the presence. Give me the energy. Give me the bravery to be able to do this podcast. And please, Lord, make me do it well. And please, make it a success. And I sign it, your child. With love, boy. I remember when I was starting to do television. Every time a show starts, pumapasok ako din sa comfort room because I would pray alone. Dahil nahihiya ako to impose on everybody to pray. But I needed to pray because I was so unsure. I was so uncertain. Sometimes I would be too fidgety or I would have a tendency to over-talk. So I would go inside the toilet to say, Lord, give me the words. Kalabitin niyo po ako when I overdo things. And make me do what is right. So I work hard, but I pray hard. I am also blessed with a job that I love with passion. I never imagined that I would be able to host a talk show or a television show. Hindi naman yan bahagi ng aking If you ask me as a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would probably have stared at you or perhaps I would have said, I don't know. Why? Because that was the truth. Wala naman talaga akong alam. I didn't want to be anything. Nanay wanted me to be an accountant and she verbalized that. Sabi niya, gusto ko, paglaki mo, maging accountant ka kasi magtratrabaho ka sa Philippine National Bank. At pag nagtrabaho ka sa PNB, malay mo, maging may-ari ka ng banko. <laughs> And then, tatay was not shy about his dream of wanting me to be a lawyer because as he said, I talk too much. Siguro magiging magaling na abogado ka kasi sobra kang daldal. I just listened. I also knew that they wanted me to be an accountant and a lawyer because sa probinsya, pag abogado at uh, CPA ka, may placard ka sa labas ng bahay, 
at nakasulat doon Eugenio R. Abunda Jr. Attorney at Law slash CPA. That was a badge. But if you ask me as a child what I wanted to be, hindi ko po alam. Nalaman ko lamang kung ano ang gusto ko. If you translate that into a dream, was when that I passed on, I was at a precarious age, critical age. I was about what, 16, 17 years old. I lost an anchor. I lost my lodestar. Kasi, noong nawala ang tatay, ang pangarap ko was to give my mother the best life. That was my ambition. I was willing to do anything to be able to provide the best life for my mother. Also because, bago pumanaw ang tatay, tatay passed on December 28th, three days after Christmas. I had a short conversation with him before Christmas. Nakikitira siya noon doon sa bahay ng kanyang kapatid na babae sa Malibay, sa Pasay. I was staying in another relative's house actually when tatay was sick. But I had that conversation with tatay Christmas, three days I think before he passed on. Among other things, I remember him telling me, ito lang ang request ko sa'yo. When I am gone, I want you to take care of my mother, which meant my lola, apoy ang tawag namin sa waray. And I want you to take care of your mother. Sabi ko naman, tatay, wala ho kaming opo sa waray. Parati kong sinasabi na pag gusto naming magalang, dinadaan ho namin sa tono, the way we say things. Sabi ko naman, tatay, pero... Why are we even talking about this? You're not going to go. I cannot imagine a lifetime na wala ka. Wala naman kaming iiwan. Nanay, mana, ako lamang. But of course, three days later, tatay passed on. And when he passed away, it was then when I realized that my dream was to give nanay the best life. I was driven to the point of obsession, maybe. I was too focused. It was not easy. It was not a straight line to where I am today. Dami ko pong pinagdaanan. I roamed the streets of Manila for months, not knowing what was my next step. I lived in homes of relatives and friends and townmates. Pero madalas, nahihiya ako after a couple of days dahil life was hard. Dumadagdag pa ako doon sa Papakainin. And it was difficult. There are times when I would live with my mother's sisters, but they were also poor. Until it came to a point when I would sleep in the benches of Luneta with my friends. Naalala ko ito. For many weeks, sasabihin namin, lima kaming magkakaibigan, ang isa hindi matutulog, uh, guardia. Otherwise, when we would wake up in the morning, wala na kaming mga sapatos or chinelas. I had that experience that I think strengthened my bones and my willpower to move forward anywhere but forward closer to the dream of giving Nanaya the best life. This podcast is brought to you by FrontRowOfficial.com FrontRow is all about helping you grow with some of the most phenomenal products. FrontRow is in the business of changing lives. Check out frontrowofficial.com for more details. Pero ang hirap, nagbenta ako ng encyclopedia, nagbenta ako ng fire extinguishers, I became a tourist guide, 
Imagine I was guiding tourists. I couldn't even find my way around the city. I was opening doors of restaurants. Good morning, ma'am. Welcome to the restaurant. Good evening, sir. Welcome to the restaurant. I remember being assigned assistant to the Japanese chef in the Japanese restaurant. He was a tempura chef. Natuto ako magtrabaho. I used to wash dishes. Not because I was a dishwasher. And I didn't mind to be a dishwasher. But it was part of the job. Trabaho. Because I wanted to live. I wanted to survive. Every day I had to swim forward. Crazy life. Pero sige lang. I would whine. I would complain. I would pray. I would write nanai letters. I would cry. I would get sick. I would get well. But failure was never an option until I find my way to the theater. I auditioned as part of the chorus. <laughs> I remember my first audition. Isang kaibigan ko nagsabing, pagbubukas muli ang Metropolitan Theater. Why don't we try auditioning? I always said yes to any opportunity. So we went to the theater and there's a long line of um, fledgling theater actors. Nagtanong kami, ano bang requirements dyan? Kailangan daw marunong kang umarte, sumayaw, kumanta. So nag-aral ako ng kanta. I remember studying Dahil Sayo because it was the easiest song. Dahil Sayo. And um, dance, sabi ko bahala na. I mean, there was supposed to be uh, the choreographer who would give you dance steps and you were supposed to copy Acting, you were to read some parts. So, we went to the auditions. So, umarte po ako, nagbasa ako ng script. And then, uh, there were some dance steps. I managed, I think, a couple of steps. And then, the final thing was, I had to sing. So, I memorized, dahil sayo, dahil sayo. This is not the first time I'm telling this story. Um, Ricky Dalu, beautiful human being, was in charge of the auditions for this particular play. Starting to sing, Dahil Sayo. Siyempre, ang dami mag-audition. Pag medyo wala nang pag-asa ang nag-audition, kung wala namang pupuntahan siguro ang kata, I would have done the same. I would have done the same. Sasabi na, thank you. Next. Nung sinabihan akong thank you when I was singing, sabi ko, excuse me, can you give me a chance to finish a song? Buong gabi ko po ito inaral. Wala lang. Just wanted to sing. So, the kind Ricky, I don't know if he even remembers this, allowed me to sing the song. You know what? I was taken into the chorus of the play. And I became part of the theater. And there was no turning back. This podcast is brought to you by AMA OED University. First full online education in the Philippines. Study at your own pace, place, and time. Perfect for those who are working but want to go back to school. Nicest thing is whatever subjects you have taken previously can be evaluated and credited. I wanted to be part of it. I wanted to learn. I acted as if I, I was the best chorus member. 
So, ginawa ko yung play. I would invite friends, come to the theater, watch the play. Pag may narinig kayong mabuhay si Juan Tamad, uh, darating na si Batibot, I would beg directors to say, pag may sisigaw po, ako na lang po yun. Until I was discovered that I could do backstage work better. I became a production assistant. Ang tawag noon was assistant stage manager. I became in charge of the costumes, the props, calling actors for rehearsals. My world was the backstage of the theater. And it was so much fun. I enjoyed it. I was being paid, wow, what, 300 pesos, I think, for the whole production. And I didn't care because I had a job that I love the most. I, I totally enjoyed my job backstage. Gabi-gabi po, inaayos ko yung mga kawayan at ang mga costumes I made sure that I arranged them properly. The Sinkil princess's costumes. I spoke to my props, to my costumes. I spoke to just anybody backstage. Until I think somebody told the great Kunching Suniko, who was executive director of the Metropolitan Theater, that there was this boy who didn't stop talking backstage. <laughs> so one day, I... Remember, I was called to the office of the great Kunching Suniko. I went to the office, and there was Kora, the secretary, and I went to Miss Suniko's office. And I said, ma'am, my name is boy Abunda. I believe you called for me. Without even looking at me, because she was busy with some papers, she said, yes, I heard that you work backstage at the theater, and uh, you're very good. I said, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Tapos, sabi niya, well, I wanted to ask you if you would be interested to work for me. I was so happy. I was euphoric. Imagine to be asked by the great Kunching Suniko to work for her. She was a formidable lady. She was the ambassador at large during President Makapagal's term. She was the Duyen of Manila's 400. She was Carnival Queen of 1935. And there she was asking me, the boy from Borongan Eastern Samar, to work for her. I was so excited. I said, thank you, ma'am. And then I left, forgetting that I didn't know what the job was. So I went back to her room and said, ma'am, excuse me, I forgot to ask you, what is the job? And she said, PR, still without looking at me because she was busy signing papers and there were folders in front of her. I remember asking her, Ma'am, what is PR? For the first time, she turned and looked at me in the eye. I will never forget the eyes of Tita Kunchi. And she said, I will teach you. Maintaining a clear mind and a clean body is essential in our day-to-day -day lives. Hygienics has the right product for the everyday you. Always on the go, Hygienics Alcohol is a non-drying solution to keep your hands constantly clean and soft. Want a deeper clean? Hygienics Germ Kill Soap not only kills germs, but it is also offered in various refreshing scents with all the worries present each day. 
cleanliness should not be one of them. Hashtag fight world germination with hygienics. I melted. I disappeared. But that marked the beginning of a wonderful life. Of being mentored by one of the most generous people I have known in the world. She became my second mother. She made me believe I had worth at a time when I didn't believe I had it. So thank you, Tita Conchain. Much later, I bumped into the great Helena Benitez, who pushed me to finish my college. And then I went for my master's, my PhD, because Tita Helen, like Tita Conchain, made me believe in the possibilities. And of course, Nanai, who always thought that I was a winner. So, yes, this is one of the most important things about me. I am blessed with a job that I love the most. A job that I have because of the mentors who shared what they had with me without expecting anything in return. So I say thank you. Thank you, Tita Kunching. Thank you, Tita Helen. And Nanai, thank you. Nanai's most powerful line, I think, while I was in the middle of this journey, and even today, as I speak. Boy, this was a time when I was joining oratorical contests, declamation contests, dance contests, singing contests. In Warai, she would always say, even before a contest begins, you are my winner. How can you lose? How can you lose in a contest or in life? If your mindset is, even before a contest begins, you are my winner. All my life, I think, I laugh and I live with my successes and failings, knowing that they are fleeting. Di ko alam kung bakit. From the very beginning, I've always thought everything is temporary. And because everything is temporary, I have to embrace them. I have to respect and honor whatever is given to me. Also knowing that it was never easy to get them or to get to where they are. I'm celebrating my birthday today. I look back and I'm able to connect the dots. May mga bagay na ngayon na naiintindihan ko. Halimbawa, when I was in the theater, when I was director for public relations from being a production assistant, yung huli kong trabaho sa teatro was director for public relations. I was about, what, 23, 24 years old. There was always a voiceover before the beginning of any show in the main theater that announced the national anthem. There was a voice that would say, ladies and gentlemen, please rise for the Philippine national anthem. When I became public relations director, sabi ko sa theater manager, can I do it? Pero, can I do it in front of the curtains? Yun lang. Uh, hawakan ko lang ang mic. And then I'll say, ladies and gentlemen, please stand. Please rise for the Philippine National Anthem. I didn't know that in some ways I was being prepared to be a host, to be a public speaker, to speak before a public, before audiences. Now I'm able to connect the dots. Ganun pala yun. When I, when I hosted press conferences in the theater and 
even much later when I became publicist to the stars and even as an artist manager, I didn't realize that my hosting of press conferences was actually leading me to a career in public speaking. Naintindihan ko lamang ito pag nililingon mo na eh. Ah, okay. So that's what it meant. I sold encyclopedias, fire extinguishers. It was probably God's way of making me practice what it was to speak to strangers, to do cold calls, knocking on doors of people I didn't know, trying to sell books and shampoos and fire extinguishers, opening doors and getting used to welcoming people into the restaurants, guiding tourists, explaining what these places were. In many ways, I was rehearsing. I was auditioning for this career that I have today. Wherever I am, whatever I have become, I always tell myself, despite, in spite of the blinding, mind-boggling, dazzling razzmatazz, do not ever lose your way back home. Nakakatuwa lamang kasi. In the beginning of this pandemic, I was talking to Bong very quietly, afraid, because I was uncertain about things. I was doubting many things about my life, about the things I was doing. Pero parating sinasabi ko ay, pauwiin niyo lang ako sa probinsya, and I would be okay. For as long as I know my way back home, I will be okay. Perhaps one of the last things that I'd like to share with you about myself is that I'm proudly gay. I'm proud to be a gay person. I'm proud to be gay because I'm a proud human being. I am not unnatural. I am not a disease. I am not a deviant. I am not an aberration. I'm proudly gay and I am a child of God. Why do I know this? Because I know. Because I know myself. The biggest testament that I am not an aberration, that I am not a sin, that I am not a disease, is because deep in my soul, I know I am God's child. I'm proudly gay, and I made my nanay proud. Many times in my life, in some of the most difficult moments in my life, when I had to make decisions, my compass was always my nanay. Parati kong tinatanong sa sarili ko, pag ginawa ko ba ang bagay na ito, matutuwa ang nanay? If I do this, will nanay be proud of me? Pag ang sagot hindi, ginagawa. She was my hero, just like tatay. She was my compass. She was my lodestar. She was my front and center of my life. She was my joy. And yes, I made her proud. Kaya pag tinatanong po ako, today, Boy, are you happy? I don't know. Can you be happy when you are in grief? I think yes and no. Can you be happy when you're groping in the dark, wanting to find yourself after you lost your anchor? I don't know. There are days I am. There are days when I'm not. But I always promise to myself, but I will continue to search for whatever it is that I need to find. Thank you. Thank you for spending time with me. 
But before I go, I'd like to ask myself, <laughs> who are you when no one is watching? No one. Really. I'm no one. So I'd like to say goodbye for now. But before I go, I'd like to ask you, if you find a little time with yourself, ask yourself this question. Who am I when no one is watching? Maraming salamat mula sa aking puso. Be kind, be blessed. Talk to you soon.